All right, time to hear from a man who's played 22. St- Actually, no, before we do that, Cooper, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to give you some clues for the quiz. At 11 o'clock today, the Wiz Quiz is back. Your chance for dinner at the Sporting Globe or drinks at the Sporting Globe on us. If you're having dinner, we'll buy the drinks. If you're having drinks, we'll buy dinner. Um, one of the answers, one of the answers is tennis. Write that down, tennis. I'm not going to tell you to which question, but one of the answers is tennis. How this works, last man standing, that's right, at the 10th question, if that is you, you are our winner. But one of the answers is tennis. All right, let's get back to a man who has played 22 games of State of Origin. He has featured in nine grand finals. He's won four of them, two Dally M's, a Clive Churchill medal, a golden boot. He's a magician on the field, now a magician offered in the commentary box for Fox Sports. So he's a perfect man to talk to about Magic Round. Super Cooper Cronk, what is it like from a player's point of view, Magic Round? Hello. It's magic, it's chaotic, it's epic, it's everything. It's really enjoyable. I think um, the game has done a tremendous job in um, highlighting this sort of weekend as a festival of football. And um, Suncorp is rocking from Friday afternoon all the way through to Sunday night. Um, I think inside, outside Suncorp, it's the place to be if you're, you're a rugby league fan. And the players do live and breathe it because while... Um, it's the epicenter of footy. Yeah. Um, all the fans come and watch it. The players are in the same hotels. They bump into each other. They're watching every game. They cross over in the change rooms. Um, even all the media people are there for for, for one weekend to, to cover the game. So um, I'd be, I, I love it that much that I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be another magic round in the calendar, sort of maybe between end of origin and the and before finals at some stage in the coming years because uh, they just it just brings everyone together that is a rugby league fan and fanatic and yeah. it's a party for, for, for a weekend basically. You're not going to dilute it though, are you? But does it lose its magic if there's more than one magic round? Uh, they can call it the epic weekend in round 22 <laughs> or something and take it somewhere else. So I don't think it'll lose its magic in Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Cooper, you were, you were calling the game for Fox Sports on Friday night uh, alongside Vossi Broncos and Souths. Um, firstly, let's keep that magic round feeling going and the flavour. There's been a lot of chat about the field. You've played on Suncorp uh, a, 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 a huge amount of times. What, 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 is, what do you make of the field, the choppiness, and can it last eight games over the weekend? There is so much excitement around Magic Weekend with all the teams and all the games and you know so much football. I think the most nervous set of people and the people <laughs> under the most amount of pressure is the ground staff because yeah. uh, I think it would be right Friday night, but um, how is it going to hold up on Sunday? And I, I really hope it's um, in mint condition. I hope it does hold up. And I'm crossing every finger and toe and hair follicle that, um, it is together on Sunday. There's no sort of injuries or anything like that because then that will overshadow most of yeah. before it gets played at some stage. But um, yeah, I think it, it will be okay. I think the fact that um, they have round-the-clock treatment after every game, they go and fix it the night time in terms of Friday before the next game on Saturday. They'll get on um, all hands on deck and, and, and make sure it's in elite um, condition. But it just it's a little bit worrying considering that you know, the Dolphins and the Broncos have played there multiple times over the last sort of month and at different stages, different parts of that field has been ripped up. But uh, fingers crossed, Benny, that it's all good. 
I am speaking to Super Cooper, Cooper Cronk. Uh, we know his exploits on the field, but now he is a Fox Sports expert and he'll be part of Magic Round this weekend, calling all the action for Fox. You were calling Friday night, as I said, against Broncos Souths. What was your biggest outside of the field? What was the, the biggest takeaway, Cooper? Because I, I've been saying all morning, the big thing for me I saw out of that game was the Broncos cannot win without paying us. I know he's only one bloke, but geez, they, they had trouble getting out of their own half, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I think uh, it's twofold. I think South Sydney have improved mm-hmm. and will be a huge threat this um, season come finals. I think they've um, put in together a whole game, whereas last year at different stages they have flashes of brilliance, but if you can get them in the trenches, they sort of fell apart. But they defended their line starkly against Brisbane, um, and then they repelled that, and they scored points, and they dominated. For the Brisbane Broncos, um, the, the jury's out. I don't agree about the paint house thing. I think um, <laughs> while he gives so much momentum, he's a, a huge asset for the Broncos. Yeah. The thing about the Broncos for me is if they get their game on, paint house there or not, they are hard to stop. They're fast, they're physical, they're quick, highly skilled. But what happens if the opposition like South Sydney stop their first option, stop paint house, they stop Patrick Carrigan? How do the Broncos score points off the back foot? That's the thing I want to see from the Broncos over the next couple of weeks is while they if they get the ball on the front foot, they're at almost impossible stop. How do they play off the back foot and slow play the balls? That, that's the key for Brisbane. And we'll only find that out um, sort of over the next coming months. When, yeah, yeah, we when, will through Origin, won't we? Because he's yeah, a walk-up exactly. start for the Blues. And, and, and that that's my yeah. fear. Uh, from a Broncos point of view, that they may not have that because we should have seen that on Friday night. Hey, mate, what about the other Southeast Queensland teams? Um, Dolph, Dolphins and Sharks, it's the Battle of the Fish, the Battle of Morton Bay, yeah. Battle of the Ocean. <laughs> Fins up for both of them, right? Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I, I just love what Wayne Bennett's done at the Dolphins. Um, they recruited a certain type of person, a type of character. And we always thought this at the start of the season, they were going to do the basics really well and that's going to win them a lot of games. You know, completion rate, defend well, team camaraderie, all that kind of stuff that Wayne Burns to be known for. But the thing that surprised me, they've scored points off the back of that. Hamasai Tabiofito has been super electric and very important to what they've done. Um, and But the Sharks, well, they were the best performing team in the summer. Then they hit a bit of a flat spot and what they've done the last couple of weeks has been... yeah. It's been pretty impressive. So I think Craig Fitzgibbon has a very good team. Uh, I think he does the defensive side, which is hard-nosed and uncompromising. And then with the attack, well, they're free-flowing, and they can zing the ball across the field with the likes of um, Moylan, Hines, and Kennedy better than most. So they've got a really good balance between attack and defense. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they've really rocketed up. Um, in terms of the ability to win the comp this year, so, uh, Sharks. If you got tickets to Saturday, what a bargain you have got because I reckon that could be one of the matches of the rounds. Uh, the, the Sharks in their form, a team that never gives up in the Dolphins. And then following that, you've got the Storm and the Bunnies as well, all on Saturday night. Cooper, I, I've, I'm asking the question this morning on a couple of fronts with Wayne Bennett. One, what do you get a bloke for his 900th? That, that that as a gift. <laughs> How do you do that? And then, while you're mulling over that one, technology, the bunker, should it be used more in footy? Uh, I'll answer the first one. The bunker. Well, I'm a. I'd rather get the right um, answer, and if yes. technology provides that, then I'm all for it. Uh, here, here, the brother. The answer is how, how can we become more efficient and time wasting or effective? I think that's the key. Mm. So. 
I, I, I want the right answer. So I think the bunker plays and technology plays a part in all that. Um, in terms of what do you get someone for the 900th game, well, you could probably get a signed jersey from the 900th club that he's coached, maybe. And match that all up as one. Yeah. Um, but I can't, I, I can't give Wayne Bennett, from a pure football perspective, enough credit, admiration, and I just tip my cap to the man because he's given rugby league a hell of a lot over those 900 games. Um, he's a pure rugby league fan at heart, and um, he's done tremendously well at you know, basically all the clubs and levels that he's coached at and the biggest rap I can give is that Wayne Bennett and his style um, doesn't necessarily could cross over to any other sport because he coaches camaraderie he coaches you know the team he coaches about not letting down the person next to you defensively and that could come across in AFL or rugby union or, or whatever he's a an absolute star for a 70 odd year old man he has co- coached multiple generations and he's got the best out of all those men and uh, boys at different stages. So um, I think the game should tip, tip the cap to Wayne mm. Bennett, what he's about to do this weekend. Game 900 is, is uh, crazy. Um, it's such a huge achievement. Mate, well said. Outstanding stuff. Before time beats us, uh, I, I want to get your thoughts on the Titans and Eels. It's going to be the last game of, of Magic Round. We would have seen a, a hell of a lot by that time that rolls around, but we're seeing a hell of a lot from the Titans, as in they're the biggest yep. Jekyll and Hyde team going around, I think. We don't know what you're going to get each week. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, let's hope the ground's all good for that game because that's <laughs> yeah. the last one. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, you know, what the Titans did the last two weeks before the, the, the Manly game, yeah, I think a lot of you know analysts and fans and, and Titan supporters were like, oh, what are we going to get this week? But what they delivered in the second half was improvement. Um, and I think Dave Beater is putting together a very consistent uh, season this year. I think he'll be back in a maroon jersey. So um, I think so. while there's a few things to improve on naturally for the Titans, yeah. um, I think uh, a couple of forwards, Mo Fodawake has been great. I think uh, and Dave Beater is a shining light. So... Let's hope that uh, Fafita has another cracking game for uh, the Titans on Sunday afternoon. Well, there's a spot there, isn't there? No Nanai. Dave Fafita slots straight in yeah. there for you, Maroon-wise? Uh, yeah, Nat- naturally. I think um, you know, uh, maybe off the bench or anything like that. I don't have any say in selections, but I think Dave Fafita is, will be back in a Maroon jersey. Yeah, give Billy a call, Coops. Come on, you talk to him. I know you do. Rival Networks now, but surely, surely. <laughs> he doesn't pick up my phone because we're Rival Networks now. Oh, jeez, that's harsh. That's harsh. Mate, thank you for picking up the phone for us this morning, and we will catch you uh, this weekend on Fox Sports as ever. Fox Sports, every game of Magic Round, live and free in HD, and Cooper Cronk right there at the front. Good talking to you again, mate. Cheers. Thanks, Benny. Appreciate your time. 